What's up, people? Welcome to another episode of Streets to Sweets podcast. Man, where the streets are representative of the paths we take to reach our pinnacle. And we appreciate you guys for tuning in with us another one. Uh, we got a special guest, you know what I'm saying? Long, good little friend of mine. Uh, helped build the, the Chronicles brand, whether he know it or not. <laughs> uh, but, you know, from, where you from? From Temple? Temple, Temple Texas, man, 254. Yeah. Uh, got Jizza in here, man. Yeah. Along with Jerron. Yes, sir. Can't forget Jerron. But, uh, Jizz mate, I know, like, I was just joking around a while ago, but, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, though, you did help build, you know, the Chronicles brand. We go back with probably with 2017. Yeah, I think. I, I want to say 2017. So, started off in music now. What you into now? Man, started off in music. Took it the entrepreneur route, man. I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I mean, I went fashion designer uh, with the brand on Murder Italy, as y'all see, uh, wearing that right now. I just put my hands in a lot of things, man, but right now, yeah, the fashion design lane is just treating me the best, so I'm sticking to it. Murder Italy, okay. I remember uh, us having a conversation, you know what I'm saying, as far as like what we wanted to do, how we want to transition to, you know, our lanes that we was in, me being uh, videography, yours being the music, and, you know, just seeing now what five years later mm-hmm. it's uh it's bigger it's a lot bigger than what i know i don't know probably either one of us could imagine consistency uh, being consistency more than anything you know so uh tell us why don't you you know get the people a little background like coming from temple you know what I'm saying how you ended up in dallas got into music and then you know getting to where you are right now man see coming from temple it's like i feel like it's it's an area where you know, put it like this, bro, it's a crab in a barrel. When everybody doing one thing, that one person that stick out, like, man, bro, I, I used to get, I ain't gonna say picked on because you can't bully me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they used to make crazy jokes about the swag. Like, I wear skinny jeans, like, he must be sweet, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, uh, he, we, they wearing 501s, passing yeah, the boot cut, you know yeah, what I'm saying? But yeah. always sticking out and being myself naturally, bro, I always knew I was made for the city. Like, I came back and forth from the city with my, my moms, you know what I'm saying, growing up, and my pops too a little bit, so it was like, I always knew where I was bound to be. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's just kind of one of the things to work for anybody in life. Like once you know what you want to be and who you want to be, you don't know where you're going to end up, but you're going to go. So Dallas was, you know what I'm saying? Secondary yeah. home for me, came out here and got to it. And I flourished, man. So you come out here, you visited, you know what I'm saying? As a kid, I, I can say the same myself. I traveled a lot. Uh, I visited a lot of big cities, you know what I'm saying? Virginia, Dallas, Austin. Uh, Detroit, LA, and you know, I, I get it too. Like you know, you, you you when you exposed to that type of, you know, what I'm saying things in in the city. Like you go back and you apply what you've seen yeah. back home. They do look at you different. Uh, at you, sure. you know, Jerron. Like I, I don't know if you, you ever did. Like had that happen to where like uh, you picked up something and then took it back to Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, no, nah. no. Nah, so I, I was talking to Jizzle before we got started about yeah. the swag. I said, man. I need to I need to be able to do what he does, but I'm from a small, small town, man, Leesville, Louisiana. So we had Hibbit Sports. We had, you know, you know, we had <laughs> I ain't heard so that. so the the thing about where I'm from, it's like you go there. I was the 501 in the in the Levi Boots guy. Yeah. But I always wanted to be able to do what you do. Mm-hmm. It's just like that creativity wasn't there. And I think not having that around to even spark it. You know, yeah. everybody wore a tall tee, everybody wore your bows. So on. Traveling too much, really, in the military, we just went from, we spent most of our time in Fort Polk, so I really didn't get exposed to as much as you two did, yeah. you know, moving around at a young age. I feel that too. So, <clears throat> so coming from Temple, 
back out here to Dallas, you after graduation got out here to get into music. How did uh how did you you know stumble across that part? Man, bro, music is it's really always been in me. Like yeah. naturally, especially growing up like around my T Jones by my mama, she she had her own fashion, like not fashion, excuse me, she had a modeling agency she ran when I was a young and called Lavish Models. And that introduced me early, like as a youngin', bro. I was probably like yeah. seven, six, and going with her to her video shoot. She might have had 20 to 100 models, bro. And at the time, like, it wasn't BBL time, so it was all figures. Oh, you got slim, yeah. you got thick. But Ooh. I'm seeing it at a young age, bro, so yeah. I'm the son, so, you know, I'm getting love. But <laughs> it, it just showed me early, I'm seeing how the rappers was, you know what I'm saying, living their lifestyle. I'm like, that's cool. But I'm seeing, like, the motion and the networking for music. So I'm like, hmm, I already had a love for it, and it just came naturally, bro. Like. It wasn't one of them things where I was like, I want to be a rapper when I grow up. I just knew I like art, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So hence to why I do fashion, hence to why I like music, and who's to say what's next. But anything art form, that's, that's what I do. Creating something. So growing up at a, at a young age, you say you was introduced to art yeah. early, you know, uh, through, the, through the modeling, things of that nature. What did it look like, let's say from that 10 to 15 age range, like what, what type of things were you into? Mm -hmm. Because I think it's important to kind of capture that part yeah. leading up to the success that you have now. You know, I'm gonna be 100% transparent, bro. Like I'm a little different from the contrary or the average story, I should say. Yeah. 10 to 15, I don't even think I was focused. Mm -hmm. uh, for me personally, 10 to 15 was really just a growth period of me having to figure out who I was. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, living a lifestyle of uh, trying to figure out if I wanted to be the tough man, if I wanted to be my own man. And being a tough man kind of comes along with being with a crew. You know, I mm -hmm. always ran with, I could run by myself, but I always had so many friends that I guess through that age gap you're speaking on, I was doing a lot of things that had nothing to do with who I am. Yeah. You know, so I fell down kind of a, I didn't fall off, I shouldn't say. Like, I was still doing my thing in life, but I feel like when you're putting time towards something that really has nothing to do with you, it kind of feels irrelevant. So that right, time facts. period for me is so shaky because I wasn't doing nothing for real. I was just young out here. Probably doing something hot. I ain't had no business and had to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Nah. It made me think, though, like growing up around that age range for me, I felt like I wasn't focused. But but looking at like what we was talking about before, my mom and entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. I'm in the backseat playing with whatever. But now in my 20s and 30s, I could think back to some of the things that I remember, yeah. wasn't focused on, but it kind of probably got instilled in me mm -hmm. during that time for you being a successful entrepreneur. Were you introduced to entrepreneurship at a, at a young age? That's a great question. So, boom, to piggyback off what you said, like with your mom, right? Mm -hmm. So, growing up, I kind of, it was a little different for me. Like, I was with my mom a little bit, and then there would be times when I was with my grandparents or where, you know, just family things was going on. Yeah. But uh, growing up, my mom, she was a serial entrepreneur as well. Okay. Like, she did, you know, earrings, man. She sold purses. She sold clothes, whatever she could find. Yeah. And uh, I remember it was a point in time, bro, she was booming so hard off, like, just selling whatever she was selling. Man. She would take pictures and post it on Facebook and, like, overseas, where all the manufacturers is at. Mm -hmm. They were taking her pictures and using them on their products. Oh, wow. Because you know how they do that. You know what I'm saying? The bigger company, they're taking they did, they remix and drip. So, yeah. I mean, seeing her and hustling with her growing up, I guess being in the backseat of it, you just helping. But then mm -hmm. the older I get, I'm like, damn. Excuse me if I cut my No, bad. no, you good. But, yeah, I was like, man, like, I'm just like my mama for real in that aspect. Because I ain't know I was going to grow up to be no entrepreneur i just knew like i gotta go get it and i don't like waiting on nobody so it came natural from being around my mama you know what i'm saying yeah. second nature it was second nature but even with the music right. second nature i remember we was doing uh 
music video shit. Oh, uh, in my mind. Yeah. Man, I forgot the song, but tune yeah, in, tune I think, in. with the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she, she came, came out the back. She like, uh, here y'all. And she, she was the director. He <laughs> met my mom. She came yeah. out direct. She told the girls, hey, grab up on them a little more. Yeah. Hey, drink that. You oh, know what I'm okay. Yeah, she, okay, she, so she. So this natural. Oh, yeah, she with the movement, bro. So she already knew, like, that she instilled it all in me, man. Oh, yeah. Being second nature. So you, right now, you're talking about music and, you know, fashion, like being an art. And uh, I feel you on that because, you know, right now, you know, fashion is like the hottest commodity, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Music, you know, it goes along with it. And I feel like uh, a lot of people are trying to get into fashion. So mm-hmm. what, are, what are some, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, maybe like a year ago, I remember running into you at the fabric store. Yes, sir. And that was like right before everything. Was it a year? Tommy, it, 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 it might have been more than a year. Cause might have been, because you was doing detailing. Yeah, it was just started. When I just started, um, Roy Karen, I, I was in there getting new shirts. And so, so this may have been more than a year. Yeah. Um, you was just, just started. Yeah, you ain't even had the page yet. Yeah. 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 And then, or maybe you just did. Probably, you know what I'm saying? But I remember running to you, and then I, I was like, I was asking what was going on. We was getting caught up. And then uh, I remember just like looking up, and then. Boom, boom. <laughs> I was like, man, like, it, so, so, so on that, on that road, what were some things, like, that you faced some hardships, like, you know what I'm saying, that you, you know, you jump into it, and some things you might have not expected to happen, good or bad? Uh, I think a hardship that we all got to learn to hump over as people is, um, the gratification of watching somebody else's success, you know, mm. like, knowing I was up and coming trying to figure out my way, I did get stuck in that loophole of seeing other people who may have, like, not even mutual friends, but just people who are more successful. And I'm like, man, what did it take for them to get there? How it's taking me so long? But when I stepped out of that hole, I think I found a better respect for it. Cause it's like, at the end of the day, you only can run your race. Somebody, I heard somebody say the other day, I think it was Ocho, he was like, somebody else's level eight could be your level one, right. vice versa. So you can't base your success off that. So I think that was one of my biggest hardships, bro. Yeah. Cause I'm such a, I'm going to go get it, but I also am a big fan of instant gratification. If I can get it right now, go on, bring me that. I like cash, you know what I'm saying? If we can do cash, I'll take that with credit too, but you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, I think, yeah, just watching other people's success kind of was a detriment to me, uh, one of the parts, if that answers your question. Yeah. So wait, why, why do you think that is, though? Because I, mm-hmm. I feel you on that, because in building the few brands I've tried to build and seeing other people in the same industries, mm-hmm. it's like, man, they got... 30,000 followers, 50,000. Yeah. They just had two last week, mm-hmm. you know, type type of, that was how it felt. Yeah. Why do you think that seeing other people grow can kind of hinder some? Because it's one thing that we all need to make it in this world, man, is tunnel vision, bro. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, your competitors or even just your, uh, your neighbors, as we should say, they're going to be there regardless. So you could look up in a year and they'll probably still be there. They might be going, they might not. It has nothing to do with your success. The most you can do from the next person is maybe gain knowledge on, okay, I could take an idea from that and learn. Like, it's okay to pick up pivot points and ideas from people, but never get caught up in somebody else's story because what looked good to you in the background for them, it could be a tornado going yeah, on. You don't facts. even know, but you're seeing the success. That's for all of us. Like, people can see what y'all are doing now. I'm going to start a podcast. They don't know how to turn that camera on or mm-hmm. that camera or that camera or these lights. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just want to do what y'all, this ain't they level eight. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. So, so walk us through, like, from from the dawn of it, uh, what, what sparked the idea of, of your brand? And then when did you, you know, what did you start seeing it? Like, all right, man, we really doing something. Man, so you know Jay, my brother, you know what I'm saying, coach, you know what I'm saying? So we, we was chopping it up, man, and we were just going over goals, like life goals, what you want to do, what we want to be in life, because, you know, we did a lot of things, right. you know what I'm saying? A lot of things to get where you go. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, man, it was just a conversation. It was just simply saying, like, what you want to get paid for? It was like, 
your paper putting that shit on. Like, you know what I'm saying? It sounds jokingly, right. but realistically, that was the manifest- manifestation that went out into the earth because it was like, man, fashion is natural. Right. Like, I can go anywhere and get a compliment on what I'm wearing, and that's cool, but okay. I get this compliment so much. I like your outfit. I like your outfit. Hey, let me go get paid for that real quick. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, I think if that answers the question, I believe that's what you said. So, so that, that sparked it. Then, uh, like, what was, what was like some steps you had to take? Like, step one being getting it started, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the entrepreneur side. Was, was step one was uh, bringing my ideas to life and not talking about it. Yeah. Like, even when I first made the first hoodie with the fringes on it and the fake love on the back and all that, yeah. the first hoodie I made, bro kept asking, like, man, let me see it, bro. Let me see what you. And I was like, nah, hold on. Yeah. And when I finished cooking it up, I popped out. I showed him my brother. And he was like, yeah, that's the one. That's this it. before I sold anything. So I'm like, damn, let me figure out what you know. Man, posted it, like I said, and it went crazy. And from there, that was the one, for sure. And the two and the three and the four. So, yeah, that was a, a, a very a very uh, main step, I guess I should say, was making sure you just do it. Not talking about it, just do it. Pull the trigger. Pull the so, trigger. So, pretty sure we was talking about, uh, you know, how you got this going a year and a half ago. About a within year, a, with, About a year ago. Yeah. And so you, you had mentioned you had about 200 followers. Now we look at your page, it's 22.9. So let's say, let's say 23,000. We're going to go up after this airs. Yeah. Uh, what, what were some of the things that you implemented to grow that following in such a fast time? Man, consistency wins the race. Um, also, being able to look at your peers, like, you know, brands that I looked up to and being able to kind of be like, okay, I see they get a lot more engagements from posting these mm. type of, maybe it's reels and I'm posting pictures. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay let me change up my way because the end of the day, social media and the algorithm is changing every day. Every day. We got to keep up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, excuse me, I'm peeping what the competitors doing and also I'm putting my own sauce on it. So, consistency and marketing. Yeah. Marketing over anything. You can't win without the market. Whatever you make, make sure that's going back into your business for marketing because the more people you see, the better. Mm-hmm. Like, even for me, I see a lot of brands that do push different pro- products by the week, some by the month. Mm-hmm. Man, I've been pushing the same product for a year and mm-hmm. revenue is not slowing down. Right. So what might work for me might not work for the next, but I'm not in no rush to be like the next because everybody can't do that. Like, so yeah, consistency for sure, man, in marketing. Man, so it sounds like you took that as a job because I see a lot of people aimlessly post, they aimlessly scroll on social media yeah. and they're not using it as a business. Mm-hmm. Whereas you started to look at yeah. what the insights, yeah. the analytics of everything, and use that to, to grow your brand. Because I looked 100%. at it, but when, when because I know y'all know each other, so when Chad sent you uh, sent me your page, mm-hmm. I was scrolling, I was like, okay, good following. Yeah, I, I clicked the reels, <laughs> I looked at how many views, I was like, okay, that's legit. And yeah. I was like, okay, so uh, that algorithm is serious, it's and serious. you have to take your brand as a business, not just aimlessly putting content out there. And being a walking billboard, too. Yeah. Honestly. Hey. Yeah. 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 I see it. I mean, it, it's more than a brand, it's a lifestyle, but yeah, man, it's everywhere. It's on me, it's in me. Like, like, so so it's, in, it's on you, so you break it down to what, what is it? What is it all So, mean? honestly, the, the actual word, Omerta, they pronounce it correctly, like Omerta, if you know how to roll mm-hmm. your R's and stuff like that, if I'm, you know what I'm saying, putting it out there correctly. But it was a term that was really used by the Sicilian Mafia. Like okay. a code of honor, mm-hmm. code of silence. If you look at it from Google, it's like death before dishonor. Okay. But we look at it from the family time. Like if you think about the mafia in a bigger aspect, but they moved as a family. Right. So there's somebody who knew how to move as a point guard. Right. Somebody who knew how to be powerful. Everybody couldn't be at the top spot, but somebody can call the shots and we can still make it work. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look at, at that aspect with the brand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Death before dishonor, we're going to all be loyal to each other to make sure we win right. and not dishonoring each other. And then on the back of every hoodie, that fake love is worse than real hate. That kind of speaks for itself. Right. And make them think when they read it, like, fake love worse than real hate. But right. when you really think about it, yeah, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what it all ties into, man. Okay. 
And so, so you talk about the mafia and how everybody knew kind of how to play their role or their position. Mm -hmm. Within our community, in the black community, uh, I feel like that's one of the hindrances to our growth. You know, hey, that must have struck something there. So yeah. when, uh, <laughs> when it comes to that, like, if you don't mind, share some, some things that we as a people probably could, could use to get past that. Like, what's one of our roadblocks? One of our biggest roadblocks, me personally, I would say is just the game. Like, I think we, we spoke about it a little bit earlier. Um, the game, they always, we come from here and the game got to be sold, not told. Mm -hmm. Feeling like you got to make a profit off every, and that's fine. I'm all for every dollar, like get your money by any means. But there's a, a different standard of people in this world. There's different people in different religions and races in this world who give the game without expecting back. And I think that's the problem. You could be in a household with somebody who has some game that can help everybody. Mm -hmm. But because they want to win first, they might, I don't want to tell, you might uh, can't handle it. You don't know yeah. what the next person can handle. Just get that game away. Because even for me, it could be deemed as friendly. Somebody could ask me right now the, the, the steps they need to become successful. I'm going to just dish it out to you. I know my blessings going to come in abundance. Right. So I think back to your question, like for our people, that's one of the biggest problems, man. People don't want to pass on that game because, oh, he might blow up bigger than me. Mm -hmm. Or it could be some insecure. Oh, he might blow up. My girl might. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, you know how I be overthinking. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's one of our biggest downfalls, man. Yeah, I definitely. I can, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just attest to that because, you know, you, you look you look at just like social media now. Like you got people that won't even share like posts, won't even like your pictures. You know what I mean? And uh, it's free. And it's free, you know. Yeah. And especially like coming um, coming from like, environments that we grew up in like mm -hmm. i know in my hometown it's a it's a lot of hate just just off of strength like you know they don't want to see they don't better than me. Yeah, <laughs> i think it's it's, it's kind of like uh boosie said this one time he was like you know it's, it's like man a lot of folks get jealous because like yeah we started in the same spot but you getting further than me and i feel like you know they feel like man you ain't no better than i am so why wow. so why should i help you get any bigger than, any further away from me mm -hmm. and you know, saying that that becomes a hindrance and it just it's backwards, backwards, though. It's backwards, because you know? there's a whole different standard of people in this world who think completely opposite right. of that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess it could be deeply rooted back to something that I'm not all the way educationally uh, correct on. But I mean, I just feel like, why are we like that? You know what I'm saying? Because realistically, you should be able to. And that's, I guess, the difference between me, bro, like kind of on what you just said. I lost a lot of friends coming up early because of that. Right. Like you may see it being friendly because I can do business with somebody over here and down the street. Right. But if you got your problems going on, you want to mess up the business. Right. That ain't the business. Mm -hmm. well, if somebody wants you to shoot a video, somebody wants you to get them a course on whatever your knowledge you got. Mm -hmm. But then they, oh, you can sell it to me, but don't sell it to old dude up the street. Mm -hmm. It's business, homie. Like yeah. keep that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so so why, why he missing with him? Yeah, it's yeah. business, man. Yeah, like, you know, and I, I know just some on a personal level, some. Like I've noticed just being around you when we was kicking is like, people like gravitate to you naturally, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, and, and a lot of people like are envious of that. Cause yeah. like, in, in the same sense, a lot of people gravitate towards me. Like I remember yeah. you saying like, bro, anytime I talk, I'm always smiling. Thank Cause you. it's just a, just a, you know what I'm saying? The spirit in me, but like a lot of people get jealous and envy because that don't happen to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People put that, pour their heart out and, and uh, you know, people just won't feel it as much. And so now they see that as, like we were saying a while ago, it's just like, man, we from the same spot, same city. Why are you any better than I am? Yeah. And simply, bro, kind of to touch on what you were saying again, I'm sorry if I'm taking it off track, but you're hitting some good points. Like, that mindset, bro, like, how you say people gravitate to us, it's deeper than just who we are. Like, yeah. 
like you say, bro, where we come from, it's already enough if I go up the block, somebody mugging me. Right. If I say what's up, you might not say what's up back just because you tough today. Right. Mm-hmm. But realistically, why why is it so hard to be open? Like, yeah. it feel good for me when I walk in here. Hey, what's up, bro? Uh, yeah. shake your hand. What's yeah. up, bro? Uh, get your name. Yeah. Let's talk because yeah. life already short, bro. What we got to be mad about? Exactly. And for some reason, that do seem to be a consistent issue within the community, bro. It's like everybody got this tough mask. Yeah. And I get that. You don't want to welcome everybody in your life, man, but you'll make a lot more connections just being open and talking yeah. to people. You know what I'm saying? Just being free. Just being, being welcoming, right? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I went through a phase of that. I, I can be honest here. Like, I guess trying to put on, trying to be too tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And, and it didn't work out for me because it just, it turned into like, uh, you feel like you got to be like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? And, and feel like you. It's not, not true at yeah. all. And, and, it, and it just keep you away from getting where you're trying to get to, you know? That's so. True. I think uh, I think there's a that is a, a big thing, you know. People got to really look at themselves and you know be able to be like, all right, like cool, like I'm trying to get somewhere. I want to be this. I want to feel this way about myself. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be this. Just you know, what I'm saying what uh, Michael Jackson say. Uh, I'm starting with the man <laughs> in the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> nah, for real. So I, I think uh, yeah, I think people just need to really take a look, take a step back, man, and just look at themselves and accountability. Yeah, take some accountability for be like, all right, man, maybe, and it, you know, what I'm saying maybe, like, okay, yeah, maybe I'm not tough, maybe I am a hater. Mm-hmm. But let me just start. Just with you can be a hater. Yeah. Just let's keep it clear, bro. We ain't perfect. Everybody right. got some hater. Some feeling I, be there. I done been a hater before, <laughs> and I had to look at myself like, bro, be real. Like, go, go get stories in abundance. Why you being a hater right now? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Based off of what y'all saying though, that climb to the top though, you do lose a lot of people, right. and I think uh, using your gifts and, and exploiting them to the best of your abilities reminds others either that they're not doing it or they haven't discovered it yet. And some people take that and run with it and try to discover it, try to figure it out. But this, this, you know, us three sitting up here, we're a new network of people based on the, cho- the chosen paths we've taken yeah. to, to maximize our gifts. And yes. so you gotta be comfortable with losing those people if you wanna be sitting up here with us. Hey, everybody can't go. <laughs> no. Everybody can't go. And you know what? That's probably the hardest part about the climb because I think I've had plenty of times in my life where even if I didn't catch it at first, people around me, whether it's friends or homegirls, homeboys, whatever, they'll let you know, like, I don't know if so-and-so good for you. Mm. Sometimes we let time dictate loyalty, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I've let that time be like, oh, no, 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 you tripping so-and-so. That's, man, that's my people. Yeah, that's, my day one. That's, my, man, that's my dog. <laughs> and then if it bites you, then you're like, man, I probably should have listened, but you got to go through it. But like you say, man, I just... That was one of my hardest parts is letting go of the people you didn't know really weren't needed for your success yeah. because I got that survivor's guilt. Sometimes mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. some of my partners can't get this in this room, so let me bring you in. But then you might ruin something for me because you're not naturally with me. Right. You just there for the ride, and yeah. now we got the wrong energy around. You know what uh, that's hard. That's a hard conversation to have too when you got to tell your boys, hey, it's not the setting for you. Yeah. Now that that further divides you because yeah. you know them, and yeah. so you know what not to bring them to, what to Come bring them on, to. Man. But no, nah, that makes sense. I think uh, all we could do as as influencers, all we could do as men of integrity, uh, people who are promoting growth, is keep doing it, putting out content like this. Mm-hmm. And it's not up to us to you know drag people along. We could try as much as we can, but we got to keep moving for ourselves. We got goals. That's facts. That's facts. Just to get jump back into like the clown. I know uh, what what the page at like. How many followers you got? 22.9, 23. Yeah, yeah, we're going to push that up. Right at 23. 23. (laughs) So 
And then this this all happened in a span of about a year. About a year, bro. So when that success started coming, uh, on the on the entrepreneur side, was it was it like something like you was like, all right, man, I don't know if I can handle this for for a while, or did you just kind of like naturally like, nah, we just gonna keep going, we're gonna get through this, man. you know what I'm saying, or you know, did you kind of shy away from it for a minute, like, uh, I kind of thought I wanted this and. Every order that came in, I kid you not, and I still do it now. I ain't done this consistently, but every order that came in, bro, I put my hands together. I say, thank you, God. Yeah. I promise you, because it's a blessing. Yeah. And I keep going. I'm expecting more. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like this, what, what y'all see, like even how you said, like, man, bro, you boom. This like 1%, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, this, I, I don't even feel busy yet. Right. I don't even feel like, oh, you got it popping. Like this, we still getting it started, because right. getting it popping is once I can, okay, I got equity in my brand. I can sell this for a seven eight figure deal right. now we're talking right, right now i'm still growing you know service level right. so i don't even see the wins man because the win for me is just being alive and being able to chase it again the next day because some, some people can't right you know i know me and jerome we talk a lot about like defining defining success and uh we look at you know just just being able to say all right i'm gonna sell two orders today and that's a success you know what I'm saying like, I, I, uh analogy i used was like somebody that break their leg you know, a successful day for them might just be taking a step. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, I know, but like, I asked that question because I know a lot of people, a lot of people start a lot of things, a lot of brands, a lot of companies, and then they'll get to a point to where they can't handle it. You know, they they uh, are they shy away from their success. You know, uh, I had a coach tell me a, a, a long time ago. Uh, I was probably like in the ninth, tenth grade. He was like, uh, he was like, everybody can't be a superstar. And everybody wants to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, some people think they're doing it, and, and you know, when they get the chance, they, they, it's the light. Fumbling. Yeah, it's light that, 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 you know what I'm saying, scares them. And I didn't, I couldn't, I'm just, yes, sir. You know, at the time, and then as you get older, and you know what I'm saying, like, I, I feel like if everybody should play some type of competitive sport and have a good coach, not necessarily gotta be football, but uh, something. something because bro, you learn so much. You learn so much as far as like, uh, you know, say mental mental toughness, and then just uh, fighting that quick, right? Just yeah, just perseverance. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know, just like I said, that story coming back to now is like, all right, like I saw it in myself. You know what I mean? Like, like dang, like people know you a star before you even do and then sometimes you don't know how to handle it but you see the people that you think are stars and you be like man like but why he didn't handle that this situation the way he could so it's, it's just like uh i feel like you know you saying like all right this is just a, as much success as you had because people you know it's people that's praying to be in your position right now and that, yeah. that they feel like that'll be you know uber successful for them mm -hmm. but you saying like all right i'm at this point and i don't even feel busy like i want more i want more like this that's, that's I love to hear it personally, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sure like uh, it's, it's motivating to other people that's just, you know, that might just be getting that one order that, you know, just started up their own brand. Facts, so yeah, that, so yeah, it's people that's looking up to you, you know what I'm saying, whether you know it or not. I know you're putting on for them. Yeah. Yeah. We out here getting it ready, oh, yeah. you know, putting on sure. for all of them. So what, what were the uh, the growing pains to getting to where you were? We talked about the 10 to 15 range, kind of subliminally entrepreneurship being implanted. Now that next 10 years, mm -hmm. what was life like for Jesus to get to America, Italy? Focus, uh, kind of back to consistency, but I think focus, because I think that plays a big part in a lot of us. Like you can get caught up doing so much. And mm -hmm. when your, your treasure, you know, them diamonds you digging for, they really right there. 
but you caught up doing everything and living everybody else's life or living in every other lane. So I think that focus was one of my biggest climbs because, man, I can put so much into something, but all it takes is a ball rolling across the floor. And I'm like, where that ball going? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I done put down my whole, I'm almost at the gold mine. But yeah. I'm, let me go see where that ball finna roll to. Like, it's focus. That's all I really come down to. And I, I do have a hard time turning things down. Like, yeah. I'm a naturally uh, want to do whatever person. So I don't want to turn nothing down. I got mm-hmm. that, uh, was it what, FOMO? Fear of missing yeah, out? I be having FOMO sometimes. Yeah. So like, if, if it's up, I'm going to want to go. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that focus is just a big part. Because as long as you stay focused, like they say, man, they say six months sometimes. Man, 30 days of consistency. Oh, of focus. Change your whole everything. Atomic habits. Yeah. So you bat- you was that a battle? Trying to trying to learn how to gain that focus? Yeah, it's still a battle now. I yeah. Ain't perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm still fighting it now, That's man. Good. Yeah, That's good to it, say. It's a it's a it's an everyday battle, man. I think the real the realest part is back to that man in the mirror. Like looking at yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, you know you gotta be locked in. Yeah. Or you can lose it all today. So figure it out. Or don't cry to nobody but yourself. You know what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? So to bring this into this episode to a to an end, what's a couple things. What can what can we expect to see from the brand and from you as a yourself, you know what I'm saying, as an entrepreneur in the next couple of years? Man, just continue elevation. Um growth for one. Um continuing to move in faith because even in the roughest times, as long as you got faith, everything will come over. You know, the it's 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 raining on one side and it's a rainbow on the other. So never look at the hard times as your end all till all. You got a whole story to run. Um and on top of that, as far as the brand goes, man, just you're going to just see more styles, man. I can't yeah. ever put the same thing on, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, I might wear the same shoes. I, mean, I ain't saying I don't wear the same clothes. But, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I'm going to keep it different because change energizes us. Mm-hmm. So that's one. And then just continue to move, you know what I'm saying, uh, gracefully. Because I feel like as long as you do right by people, it'll come back to you. Right. You may, maybe not perfectly fast how you want it, but it's yeah. going to come back. So. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely uh, be shopping. Come, come, give me a couple of fish. You know what I'm saying? Holla at me, man. Yeah, Telling you, man. We, we, we in there. I already got y'all boys something for showing me love. So don't even trip. We're gonna make that happen real soon. But yeah, to wrap this up, I always try to end it with like a little something that I heard or seen. Uh, uh, before I do that drama, if you got anything you wanna ask. No, no. Nah, nah. I mean, for Jizza to the to the audience, like, what are some things that aspiring entrepreneurs? wanting to get to your level of success what are what's some motivation or some motivational tips you can give them about that journey man my best tip i could give you is um don't let nobody dictate what you're capable of because a lot of times in this world you can have an idea and you share it with somebody that may be your peer that's close to you they don't know your dream how you do it could be your partner your mama your girl anybody close to you and that disapproval could knock you off your path so sometimes you just got to keep in what you believe is for you and go get it. Prove them. You ain't got to prove to nobody but yourself. Stick to what you know. Go get it done, and it's going to all work out. Don't even think about the bad, because then you're going to kind of manifest it. Mm-hmm. Just know what's at the end of your tunnel. Set higher expectations so you can pass them. And then be like, huh, that was little, but I thought that was big back then. You know? Speaking yeah. to me. Hey, hey, yeah. hey I'm using all yeah, this. I'm man, using all this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, man, we appreciate you. Before we get out of here, man, I want to do this it's something i saw all right so i want everybody everybody raise their hand all right now raise it high all right so now think to yourself what was keeping you from giving 100 percent the first time mm. nothing nothing 
I meant to go up there. Nah. <laughs> Look, nah, for real, that was a good one. Yeah, that's man. a good one. So, man, uh, but you know, just to close, we appreciate you coming on. Man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Beautiful yes, sir. conversation, yes, man, with two kings, man. We're gonna get to it. Sure. And uh, you know, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. Uh, you know, and, and make sure y'all keep. You know, we've been seeing, we've been everybody been reaching out to us and asking questions. You know, drop your stuff in the comments. Uh, keep reaching out to us. And man, we appreciate you, you know. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Streets to Sweets. Yeah. All right.